0: If you're an expert, a coach, consultant, or service provider, you probably know that there is something crucial you've been told that you absolutely have to build. Any idea what that is? A community. Yes. I remember when I first started coaching, my coach told me that I had to build a Facebook group because this is where my community was going to be housed. I had to show up live every single week and engage them in other ways for the rest of the week. And so I did. And it was a lot of fun. Until it wasn't, until it started to get a little bit stale, a little bit formulaic, people would know that, oh, it's Monday, so that's Monday motivation, or follow Fridays are here. And so engagement started to really decline and I didn't have the mouse or the time to figure out what to do because what my coach didn't tell me was that it could be a full-time job to actually build a community that is sustaining and everlasting and that starts to breed a life of its own. And so I got really, really overwhelmed with it, burnt out and decided that I was going to park the community building thing for now. Because yes, at some point I want to go back there because I am a believer that building a community is incredibly important for a business but just as how we tell people that they need to focus, that is just not something I have the bandwidth to focus on right now. So then what? If you're like me and perhaps you've also decided that maybe building a community isn't what you're gonna focus on right now, how can you still create the base of rating fans? Or perhaps you have a community, but you need to reactivate it and re-energize it in some way. Or maybe you've been thinking of building one and just don't know where to start. If you're in any of these boats, then this episode is 100% for you, because we are going to be talking about how we go about creating this base of raving fans, and specifically raving fans for and through your podcast. My name is Deidre Shen. I am the CEO and co-founder of Capture, the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter, and this is the Grow My Podcast Show. you welcome to the grandma podcast show my name is Deidre Shen beaming in from New York City we are going to be talking about how how we are going to create raving fans with your podcast and to do that I'm going to be joined by Pat Chung who is the founder of a really cool software product called pod inbox let me first tell you a little bit about how this question came about for me So a couple of weeks ago, one of my expert summit speakers reached out to me and suggested that I start a Facebook group for the 32 speakers to connect. She is an absolute rock star and loves building community. So it was a total no brainer for her. But for me, as soon as I heard that, I started thinking, oh no, 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 no. I don't have the time, the headspace, the bandwidth to try to build a community. And it's not that I didn't want to. I know the power of having one one that is well-managed with high levels of engagement, but I just could not fathom the thought of the effort that actually goes into it. And that led me to wonder, how can I still get some of the advantages of having a community, you know, that engagement, that sense that people can come to know, like and trust you without the work that goes into bringing that group of people together? And that's when I came across Pat Chung, who has literally built a product around this very question. Pat has been listening to podcasts for a long, long time and really started thinking about as a fan, how could he engage directly with the hosts of some of his favorite podcasts? And so he set out to solve this very question. How can he help podcasters engage with their raving fans?
1: I've been in technology for a long time and we exited our last company we got acquired so it was, it was a good thing and then you know i was just kind of thinking about what the next thing i wanted to do was i kind of bounced around a little bit to be honest but i really used a methodology that a lot of entrepreneurs use is like how do i want to spend the next i don't know eight years of my life doing and kind of being around and i just thought I just. Kind of came up with podcasting because I just loved it for such a long time, that medium. So I wanted to solve some problem in that industry. So like I said, you know, I still saw this problem that, you know, half the podcasters I was listening to was engaging their fans in some certain a certain way. And a lot still weren't so yeah it kind of just slowly kind of unwrapped <laughs> the layers of the problems podcasters were dealing with and one of them was audience engagement you know a lot a lot of podcasters kind of engage their audience through social media which kind of was not really liked or preferred because the social these social media platforms really own your audience and then there's a lot of other more prolific podcasters building communities so that's also a great way but that sometimes is a heavy lift for a lot of podcasters to actually build the community and kind of spend time to nurture that community. And uh, a lot of times people would start it and then kind of they maybe create a Facebook page or even more events. Podcasters maybe create like a Discord channel, but they usually become kind of abandoned after a while because it just takes so much energy to create, to kind of foster that community so what we did was we just kind of thought there's got to be sort of that middle ground where you're engaging your fans you're getting them super excited like you said i love your word you know create a raving fan how do you do that so we kind of you know i come from a user experience background and kind of like product designer background so i thought let's create a product that really helps podcasters do that thing right create raving fans So we eventually built what we call fan pages, a place where podcasters can drive their fans to, to take some kind of an action.
0: This got my attention because as I mentioned, I've built communities in the past and it can take a lot of time and a lot of effort. So it was really interesting to hear Pat's thoughts on the difference between creating raving fans and building a community.
1: I think if I were to think of them in steps, I'd say community is like step three or four. It's it's a little bit higher up there. Yeah. And I think a lot of uh, podcasters get excited about building community because they th- kind of think, oh, my fans could just engage with each other. And after I kind of set up this community, they could just talk with each other and I don't have to be involved. Yes. It's kind of runs on its own and... But that's as you know someone who's tried to build community before that's not really how it works because a lot of times a podcaster might join a community because of you the podcaster you know they're they're a fan of yours they think you're you're going to be around and if you're not around you know they get they just kind of fall off because you know as interesting as other fans are you're really the main star of the show that you're why they're kind of joining that community So what we thought was, okay, so we don't want to create too much of a community product. There's a ton of those out there already, and they're really good. If you're at the level where you you have time to spend nurturing your community. But if you don't, what other things could you do? So we started with a really simple concept. We saw a lot of prolific podcasters actually, you know, just get their fans to engage with through audio messages, you know, because podcasting is a Obviously, audio heavy medium, we saw a lot of prolific podcasters actually feature their guests on the show. So a lot of them already do, you know, what's called fan shout outs. Actually, some of the, you know, a lot of people don't, which we think is a really big missed opportunity because, you know, when a fan gets really excited is when they kind of, you know, everyone has an ego. So when they hear their name kind of, you know, shouted out on, on an episode, they get really excited and they kind of tell their circle of friends about it, right? So that's kind of what we wanted to do in a more organized way. So we, the first feature we created was a way for podcasters to receive audio messages from fans. So we kind of, you know, the the thing we teach a lot is kind of, uh, to kind of mimic like a call-in show. So when Mm -hmm. fans call into like an old radio show, that's kind yeah. of where, where a lot of podcasters got this idea. A fan would hear their voice on the show. They'd hear their question asked, or their story told or whatever the, the show is. And, and once, you know, that episode's played back, they get really excited and, you know, they tell their friends about it and they also get value from it. Right. So it's just like kind of good all around and, and it gives the podcasters some more content, like another voice. Cause a lot of podcasters are kind of solo or interview type shows. So getting that fan involved by kind of giving them or, or kind of featuring their voice on the show is uh, we, we find it super powerful and we see a lot of prolific podcasters do that there's so many examples like I actually love you know one of the clients we're kind of potentially talking to right now is radio lab right they're, they're this huge podcast and they do this thing where they get their they get their audience to record their ad spots Wow which is not even like their own question. Yeah, they get tons of engagement through that because people just want to hear their voice, right? It's like, like it actually offers the fan almost no value. (laughs) They're not getting a question answered. They're they're not, you know, getting to share their story. They're just reading an ad spot, but they get like, you know, dozens of people, you know, doing it for every ad spot, which is, you know, super powerful.
0: And this is, and I, and I want out the, if you're listening to this, that the difference between a community and a raving fan is hopefully starting to become a lot more tangible because, you know, community is really where people do get value out of that engagement, being part of something. Whereas creating a raving fan is someone who's like bought into you and how you engage with them and how you can help. Help them, and not from a value perspective, even like as you said, you know, they're not even getting anything out of it. But they just, you're, you're really almost helping to amplify them in some way. And because of that thrill that they get, that's how they become a rating fan. They just want to be part of your, mm-hmm. your world. So hopefully, that's that's coming to life in terms of the difference. So what I want to do is we're going to come back. We're going to take a quick ad break, and then we are going to get into the three secrets to actually creating a raving band for your podcast. So stick around and Pat's going to unveil all of that to us.
2: Are you ready to reach more people on more platforms in a lot less time with your podcast? Well, it's time to meet every podcaster's new best friend, Capture. Capture is the world's first AI-powered podcast copywriter and the fastest way to market and grow your podcast. In just 10 minutes or less, Capture will turn your episode audio file into an episode title, description, show notes, social media captions for Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and TikTok, a promotional email, blog post, LinkedIn article, YouTube description, and full transcript. Transcript. All of the drafts it creates for you are fully editable and downloadable. All you have to do is just upload your episode audio, wait for it to generate the drafts for you and view and edit these drafts and download them to use in all of your marketing content. But before you think that Capture is just another robot that just writes words for you, I have to tell you about what makes Capture different. You see, Capture's AI has a very robust mix of human intelligence mixed into it. Capture was created by marketers so that every piece of copy it writes for you is infused with content honey traps so that your podcast episode stops the scroll and hooks your audience in to listen. But don't just take my word for it. Capture is offering you a free trial so you can see the magic for yourself for your podcast. Sign up takes less than 30 seconds and nope, there is no credit card required. Just head on over to www.capshow.com and sign up for a free trial. That's www.capshow.com and sign up for a free trial today. Okay. So
0: we are back. I'm talking to Pat Chung from Pot in Box and we are going, he's going to take us through how it is that we actually create raving fans for our podcast. So Pat, please share with us, what is the first secret to doing this?
1: Sure. And it kind of plays to your question of what's the difference between a raving fan and community. So when someone's in your community already, so let's say you're a podcaster who runs your own community, whether it's a circle community or a discord community they're already active so that's why i kind of also mentioned community is almost like step three or four but the first step is a lot of podcasters have to realize that 90 percent of their audience is not they're just passive listeners right they're happy just listening to it on a walk in their car or washing the dishes or whatever but as a listener you're extremely passive you might not be sharing it with your friends you might not be doing anything right you might not even be going to the you know the podcast website like i literally you know listen to maybe embarrassingly like couple like maybe several dozen podcasts on my subscription list but have i ever done anything for a majority of those podcasts probably not like maybe like two podcasts i'm actually active so the first secret is activating that passive listener. How do, you, how do you get them to take some kind of action where it converts that person into a passive listener, into an active listener? Mm-hmm. So that's, you know, you know one of the premises of how we built our fan pages. It's like, we got to get them to take actions.
0: And what actions would yeah. you recommend, Pat, that you start so, with has passive start with?
1: yeah good good question i would say something that gives them value something so we we love kind of two-way engagement type actions so social media is good a lot of people say follow me on instagram but that's really kind of a one-sided thing it's like follow me and you know i'm not going to do anything for you you know i don't know how attractive that is but maybe it is you know maybe you have you have great content on your instagram or i don't know but if you're an instagrammer that's just kind of like oh here's my beautiful awesome life mm-hmm. i don't know how much value that's actually giving i'll just kind of continue listening to the podcast you know that's probably giving me some value And i don't know how compelling it is so we think actions that have some kind of a compelling result so obviously one of our actions is like leaving an audio message we think that's pretty compelling because like if you tease it out with like yeah i might answer your question on the show you know yeah. that's very tangible right and especially if they heard if they've heard you on other episodes kind of feature other fan questions and answer it on the show you know chances are i'm gonna Maybe that's something that's going to compel me to take an action or like maybe a fan shout out. I think one of the first times I interacted with the show, it was because they were shouting out their fans that donated five dollars. Right? Ah. I was like, yeah, I could. That's pretty cheap, right? Like I yeah. guarantee a shout out with five bucks. You know, that's one of these other actions you could take on, on our Pod Inbox fan pages is you can do a donation or something. So, you know, we you know, when we design our product, we really thought, you know, what are these kind of what we call value for value? Value type actions like you're, you're kind of getting some value, you know, you're doing something where you're getting some value back. We think that's the best way to kind of activate. Yeah, your 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 passive listeners.
0: Awesome, I love that. Okay, so the first thing, first step is to find a way to activate them, which is it's it can be a tricky one when so, I mean, you've never thought about it before, right? But I think I, I really like if you if you don't know what to do, then just go with what Pat's recommendation is and just request an audio message. Super simple, super easy. And then just have a segment on your podcast where you play that audio message maybe and answer the question or you just give them a shout out. So super, super easy to start there. I love that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And start with just, you know, you know, I have a podcast too. You're going to be a guest pretty soon. And, you know, one of the questions I always ask is what's your call to action? Like if you don't have one, you kind of know that's something to first think about. What's yeah. your primary call to action. Yeah. So we always encourage podcasters to have at least one, you know, maybe even up to three. So it could be like, you know, leave a message, you know, follow me on Twitter or follow me on Instagram and maybe something else, but at least have one primary one where you could track. So that's super important too. Cause some people are like, oh, you know, tell a friend about it. You know, I, I don't know if you could ever track that. Right? <laughs> so some action you could track could be your primary one.
0: Yeah. But you really, you really, yes, that's right. You definitely want to be using something that you can track for sure. Okay. So secret number two.
1: Secret number two. So just to back up a little bit, all these three secrets and I could keep on going is in this kind of umbrella, what I call the pirate, the pirate secrets to growth for, for podcasters. And I call it pirate is because a pirate's favorite word is what? (laughs) (laughs) R. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, A R R a bunch of R. And you know, I stole that from from the startup world. There's pirate metrics for startups, and there's pirate metrics for podcasters. And the first one was activate. So easy way to remember: this is activate. starts with an A, and then the rest of the ones are R's. And we could go. Uh, 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 I'll pick out two other ones, but there's a, a, quite a bit number of R's um so the next one i would say is recognize recognize your fans especially the ones who are engaging and active because those are the ones we call your super fans pat flynn super prolific podcast teacher he kind of wrote this book called super fans one of my favorite podcasting books because it really kind of you know he really teaches your super fans are probably your most important fans because they're the ones who's going to sort of donate money to you. If you're collecting money, they're the ones who's going to support you. And they're the ones who's going to share your podcast to their friends and family, right? (laughs) Like we hear every year from, you know, these podcast conferences, like what's, what's sort of, you know, the biggest way podcasts grow. And these sort of marketing firms or market research firms always conclude that still the biggest way podcast is through word of mouth, right? and unfortunately there's no word of mouth button so you know i you know we really think doing this fans service like what Wayne, you know teaches in, in a super fans book is really just you know engaging with your fans so the second you know most important thing we think when engaging with your fans is recognize them when they do finally engage because uh, not a lot of them will you know from our research about you know anywhere from five to nine percent of your your of your you know passive listeners will actually convert to taking some kind of action and being engaged and being a super fan so when they do it's super important to you know recognize them so let's say in our example your your primary call to action is ask them to leave a message well reply to them you know thank them for leaving a message or maybe your so you know primary call to action is follow me on social media we'll follow them back or thank them you know, especially if they, you know, post a comment, you know, definitely comment back. Not only just for the algorithm, I think a lot of people do it for the algorithm <laughs> because that's obviously important, right? Like the more kind of a conversation you have, like let's say your Instagram feed, the more Instagram's gonna kind of boost your post too. But you know, that's important obviously, but more importantly, that fan, when they get a reply, it means the world to them because, you know, they're a fan of yours. And if they're taking action, it probably means they're a super fan. And if you kind of encourage that super fan behavior, other fans will see it and they'll kind of want to be a super fan as well.
0: Awesome. I love that. Okay. So what I want to emphasize here is that recognizing doesn't mean recognizing in stage way. Recognizing can literally, as Pat said, just be a reply back. Recognize them person to person for thank them for actually engaging with you thank them for commenting thank them for emailing thank them for whatever it is that they're doing so I really really like that because sometimes I think when we think of recognize we're like oh my gosh how do I have enough time to be shouting out this person all of these people that have engaged with me so I think that was a really really great great call out
1: yeah and like you said it's kind of a one one-to-one type of recognition yeah because the next one, if, if you want me to go to the next yes. one, is is, right, yes. is more, we call it the re- reward, reward your fan. And that could be on a greater stage. Mm-hmm. So a reward is, it goes beyond the recognition where you're just kind of, you know, recognizing that they, 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 they're active and engaged. You're actually giving them something back, right. And yeah, on our platform we, we highly teach reward. And one of the rewards, let's go back to that scenario where you're, you're saying, you know leave a message leave a question and we'll answer it on a podcast. When they leave a question, we reply saying thanks. you know you might you might even uh, on Pod inbox, you, you could do a text or audio replies through the platform. So in, in the reply, when you recognize them, you could you know quickly say thanks, I'm probably gonna you know share this on an episode. And the reward is actually sharing it on the episode, right? When you feature them on the episode, they are going to feel highly rewarded. And we love that reward because it's, you know, basically free for you, right? It's like, you know, a podcast is not free because, you know, you might be taking an ad spot, but no one will think of that as an ad spot. So it's. Practically free. So when you feature, you know, w- one of my favorite ones is uh, I listen to this podcast called Tiger Belly. I don't know if you know that, <laughs> that podcast, it's a comedy podcast by Bobby Lee. And he does. I can't, I'm forgetting it, but he does something. I think it's called useless advice or something like that, where people email I don't think he's playing audio messages for some reason, but I think he answers audience questions. I think and he does it in a unique way where he features the question gives uh, obviously the the fan a shout out and it's usually like a kind of an involved question where he gets his guest who's usually another comedian to and they both answer the question which is super fun because if you're a fan you're not only kind of getting bobby lee's advice you're getting like two people on the show answering your question which is you know I think is is brilliant and that's a reward right that's it was like extra content for their show which is it's also you know usually one of my favorite segments because it's kind of funny how they kind of riff on something that's a little bit ad hoc yeah Yeah, so it's kind of a win-win for all right like it costs them nothing it costs them nothing to do he gets extra content on the show And the the fan gets super rewarded and not only that, like it kind of reinforces and that's kind of another R I won't uh, get into, but like when you do actions like this, it reinforces to other fans that you're engaging, you're listening to them, you're, and, and, and that you care, right? Yes. All that's, all that stuff is super important in building your super fans.
0: I love that. Wow. Okay. So the three secrets to creating raving fans for your podcast. And the, the, the easy way to remember this is the uh, pirate. <laughs> <laughs> so start with your A, activate, then we recognize, and then we reward. Uh, so, so cool. And the best thing is that, Pat, you've created a product, Potted Box, that actually helps make this so easy simple and fun as well. So can you tell us a little bit about how Podinbox fits into this whole ecosystem?
1: Sure, so Podinbox is a place where you could create a free fan page. And of course we have paid accounts too. And yeah, we kind of, like I said before, we just started with this simple feature of letting podcasters receive audio messages from fans so that they could practice this, right? Because a lot of people, a lot, some of the more prolific podcasters were kind of piecing this together. Literally, we hear a lot of podcasters still saying, email me your audio message, which we think that's just ridiculous because, you know, I I wouldn't even know how to do that. (laughs) What I do? I got to get an app on my phone, record my, it's just a little bit weird. So, you know, we created this fan page where fans could easily just go there, podinbox.com, for instance, mine is podinbox.com slash podcast. You go there, leave an audio message and I prompt, and you could kind of create your own prompts. So if you want, you know fans leave a leave a story or ask a question you could you know create whatever prompt you want so we created a simple product where you create a prompt a fan member could leave leave a message you could download it you have this dashboard where you could download it you could do a reply and that's what we started with but we got a little crazy and we we wanted to make a full-fledged fan page that you could do other actions on And, and the other primary action right now is monetization so you could ask for fan donations you could create reward levels that fans can unlock you could showcase a leaderboard which is really fun because you know we're kind of playing in like you said one of our core values is fun right how do you keep it fun because a lot of the other platforms are a little bit transactional it's like if i go to patreon i'm basically going there to buy something right i'm kind of going there to support but i'm kind of going there to shop around so in our platform it's really about fan fun and patronage and yeah so everything we build is kind of through the lens of that so even our leaderboard is like an indicator of that none of these other platforms have a leaderboard and we think leaderboards kind of gamify the experience a little bit a lot of people want to be a podcaster's top fan like i would pay like if you know some of the podcasts i to had a fan pod inbox i would pay quite a bit to be maybe one of the top 10 (laughs) fans of some of these podcasts So, yeah, that's how we, yeah, like you said, activate, you know, recognize and reward. They're, They're all kind of supported in Pod and Box.
0: Awesome. I love that. So if people want to learn more about Pod and Box, maybe check it out, sign up for the free fan page. Where can they do that?
1: Yeah, just go to podinbox.com. That's P-O-D-I-N-B-O-X.com. And yeah, you can sign up for a free fan page. Like I said, we have paid accounts. And and just briefly talk about that a little bit. You know, we want to keep everything pretty cheap for pod podcasters. So even the paid is $9 a month. And one of the primary sort of features of the paid plan is, you know, we collect your contacts for you. So we're not like a social media platform where... <laughs> like if you're building your social media you don't really own your audience you just have a bunch of followers you know facebook or instagram or you know twitter or tiktok they they own your audience so we didn't believe in that we're, we're not trying to be like a social media platform so when your fans engage with you we actually collect all your contacts with you and right now we integrate with mailchimp so It's kind of a great way to start a newsletter too, right? So that, because we want to help basically podcasters with their marketing. So every, that's why we think it's so important to activate and just kind of going back to that one is when you activate your fans, you should know who they are. So we help you know who they are. Awesome. The contact list.
0: So we'll definitely be leaving those in the show notes. So go check it out as well as we generally do a cheat sheet. So if you want the R, the three secrets accessible to you, then we'll leave a cheat sheet for that as well in the show notes. Thank you so much, Pat, for joining us and talking about how we can create raving fans. For everyone else, please, if you enjoyed this episode, Take a screenshot and tag us on social media. So I'm Deidre Shen and Pat, you are, where can we find you on social media?
1: You could, I think I'm probably most active on Twitter at Pat Chong, P-A-T-C-H-E-U-N-G.
0: Awesome. So go ahead. Please do that. We'd love to have a conversation with you because we're activating. That's what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I love, it. I love it. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Yeah.